1: Welcome back to the Saints Hour. I'm Mike Haas. We are joined by Jeff Ireland, now the Vice President, Assistant General Manager, also the Director of College Personnel, and a uh, big friend of the show. We've talked before and talked a lot last year. And I guess give me a sense of of your world right now as the director of from a college scouting in the middle of bowl, or I should say the middle, by the early part of, of bowl season, um, and, and, and where things are just like the penultimate the the, the big finale uh, of, of watching college players
2: well uh, there's no finale of watching college <laughs> um we uh that's a constant uh year-round event but uh the college season is ending and it does mean a little bit for us um guys that are on the road quite a bit during the during the fall season so You know, all of my scouts were just in town this last week. We met uh, pretty much every day last week. And um, so we just kind of – we meet to kind of go over the players that we're interested in. Uh, We kind of start trimming the fat a little bit in terms of who we need to concentrate, who we need to get another look on. Um, And so that process is continuous. But, um, you know, bowl seasons, who's going to what bowls, uh, all-star games are coming up in the middle of January, late January, February. Uh, so we make uh, concessions to be at those games, and uh, again, who what players that we're looking at, and uh, who we need second looks and third looks at.
1: Are you traveling to any bowls yourself? Or are you going to be, uh, you know, back at, at Saints camp?
2: Uh, I'll be at Saints camp for most of the team by team bowl season, but um, generally, I my what some of my best uh, games are here in the Sugar Bowl. But unfortunately, we. Uh, we're heading to Philly the same day as the Sugar Bowl, so. Um, but I'll be very active in the All Star Games and things like that. Some of my scouts are kind of hitting some hitting the road during the bowl season, so. And sometimes the, you know, those are a uh, uh, little bit more difficult to get to for some reason. But um, so we handpick where we where we need to go and who we need to see.
1: It feels like, and this is just uh, you know, uh, 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 an opinion. It feels like the All Star Games are somewhat cyclical. In their in their meaning, and I feel you know in, in Mobile and the Senior Bowl we've watched that kind of grow and and shrink and grow. And it just feels like now these all-star uh, games have uh, at least a, a deeper presence or, or more meaning maybe that's maybe that's just an opinion I'm just curious
2: well they've always had the same value for me um, and just because it's really you know these all-star games we it's really the first time we have the opportunity to really sit down and visit with the player, um, so it's always had a, a meaningful, you know, time for us, um, and, and very important time for you know for us because you know there's just so much work that goes into those All-Star games in terms of you're getting to know the kid, you're getting to know the athlete, you're getting to know the personality. Um, in some cases, it may be my first opportunity to get my eyes on 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 the player um you get to compare him to other really good players at that same position uh you get to size them up from a um you know from a body type standpoint really get a good feel for what they look like you know that's always the first thing i say in scouting is does he look like an nfl football player and uh, you know that's why we you know sit in a room and kind of watch him um you know, from a, you know, how big are their quads, how big are their shoulders, and things like that. So that's, they have to pass the eyeball test first.
1: Have the bowl games this year, it feels like maybe more than normal, I don't know, uh, with players opting out or not playing. And I'm not really, I'm not really kind of comparing it to the COVID years because that's kind of uh, unfair, but is it harder to kind of uh, digest and do the research that you need to do uh, this bowl season?
2: Well, for the bowl season itself, when when it's uh, a college versus another college, yeah, it's a little frustrating. Um, look, I understand it. Um, these players want to make sure that they're healthy going into you know the All Star game and into the the combine and the pro day you know circuit. Uh, they want to make sure they're healthy. I get it. Um, you know, just here, uh, you know, South Alabama is playing Western Kentucky and. I was interested in a couple of players uh, at Western Kentucky, and I found out that one wasn't playing in the in the bowl game. It was an opportunity for me to be right there and and um, you know and and evaluate him and uh, you know. So it's uh, you know sometimes it's unfortunate, you know, it, but I understand it. I, I get it. It's not something that I'm mad about or um, you know. It, it's it's uh, it's a personal choice, and uh, I wish they wouldn't. I wish they would fill it finish out there their uh, their their college uh, career um on a good note and on a competitive note from that standpoint but i understand it
1: has nil name image and likeness and or the transfer portal impacted uh how you do your job oh not necessarily
2: uh it's added another feature to to scouting um I somehow feel like it could be a positive thing for college football. Uh, I can't believe I'm actually saying that. But, uh, uh, but in this in this sense, I do think that uh, less juniors um, potentially could come out based on the ability to have some money in their pocket if they stay in school. And, you know, if you have someone going to give them some guaranteed money to stay in school and play their last year of college football then why wouldn't you take that um so and that, that's a that's a, just another way of looking at it um versus going into the the draft which is you know it's a little bit of a risk for you know some of these mid-level to late level uh, draft choices so you know take the guarantee the money in hand uh, play another year of football maybe maybe allow yourself to uh develop and get more mature get bigger stronger um, and, and then you know so that's that's kind of the, the that's kind of the way I'm thinking about it I, I, I do see that I don't know the total numbers of the juniors that will declare this year but I'm feeling like there's going to be less which will be which will break about a 15year trend of of juniors coming out and each year it being a larger number
1: right and maybe this is something that gets uh, you know, Looked at five years down the road, and exactly what you say—it it, it's benefit uh, to, to having those juniors stay another year, and and maybe they they wouldn't have. And we'll know maybe maybe this year, but in five years, you're really going to know what this right. has done. You know, for you know, for college football and, and pro football.
2: Yeah, exactly. And look, I always feel like a You know, unless you're going to be a really high pick and you're really prepared for the national football league, you need to stay in school. Um, because it's not really where you're going to get drafted. It's it's, it's how you are prepared for the National Football League. Like how are you prepared to handle, you know, these grown men that are that are up against you, or the grown men that you're competing against or with. You know, you have to be ready to have staying power in the National Football League if you want to um, get a second contract, which is everybody's goal is to get that next contract or that second contract, and so. Not where you're drafted. It's um, it's it's. Are you ready for this profession?
1: So we were talking with Mickey uh, previously, kind of. I was my my question to him was kind of what his world was like. Uh, Was he looking at some of the college results or bowls and or the staying with the Saints and the next opponent that kind of thing? And he was like, you know, in his world, it's it's really. Saints and and while it's all happening down the hall with your world, they don't really collide till till after the season. So as we're as we're sitting here now, three games left in the middle of the bowl season. As the bowl season wraps up, beginning of the year, your staff will come together, create I don't know if it's a document or, and then you'll start meeting with Mickey. Yeah,
2: um, so we'll get we'll give him once our season's over. Me. Look, he's being humble. Um, he, he, His worlds collide in a million different ways. He's just being humble because, um, you know, he's aware of the college football season. He's obviously aware of, of pending free agents uh, in, in, in the pro world. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll make sure that he's aware of all the really good players. Uh, look, you can't watch them all from his seat. I've tried it, and you can't. Um, I can't even watch every single one of them in a, in a college season, so it takes me, you know, eight to nine months to be able to get my eyes on every single player. So yeah, it's a document, it's a list, it's several pages long of guys that we're trying to track and, and keep track of, and um, you know, but, but 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 all you know, his his world is always colliding with college and pro, and as well as mine.
1: More with Jeff Ireland coming up after this quick break. This is the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first 3 orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: We are speaking with Jeff Ireland, Vice President, Assistant General Manager and Director of College Personnel and Scouting and again, i I mentioned Mickey because I know he he's he tells us that he's just he's always watching football no matter what it is it's just it's on the television and I was just curious yeah. if you're the same because we just wrapped up what was the craziest week of NFL football I know you're the college world but week fifteen in the NFL is something I've never seen before across the board
2: it was amazing um and I'm Gosh, I'm always watching football. I'm, You know, unfortunately, I can only have two sets of eyes. I wish I had six sets of eyes, but it's why you have scouts. I mean, this last weekend I was going back and forth from the, uh, the Division II playoffs, the 1-double-FCS uh, playoffs, to the, the, the Minnesota game, um, back and forth from, you know, there. I was watching South Dakota and Montana State play, and there across the ticker comes the the minnesota vikings coming back they just tied the ball games up so i just watched the play or the uh the overtime with the the colts and and the vikings and then back to the south dakota game because i was just interested in some players on on those rosters and uh yeah it's a when there's football on uh, i can assure you that all eyes are on the television my wife is
1: Hate me for this time of year. <laughs> uh, this time of year I can I, I can totally uh understand. And yeah, three seventeen point comebacks, one of them being Cincinnati, which of course was very important, uh in the Saints world, but just insanity. I mean, now again, just how would you have liked to have been the coach or the general manager who had to walk up to the microphones post New England and Vegas? I mean, gosh, I mean just there, me. things, there are things they're things you just Look, thought uh, you'd never see before.
2: Yeah, you, you got to listen to how they handle those situations because you never know when you're going to be put in that uh, in that situation. So, uh, my hats off for uh, everyone that did do that because man, it's not easy. I tell you what, it's not easy. It's it's a tough world out there.
1: We see these relationships with teams and schools. Uh, the Saints have been very, you know, certainly. Uh, not reliant, but they have a great relationship with Ohio State. Now, Cleveland has a great relationship with LSU. They have six LSU players on the roster. Two are on on injured reserve, but man, six is a lot. Is that is that based on hey, we know the school, it's good reputation. You create a relationship, and or you know, kind of all of the above. That we just see these, you know, certain teams have certain relationships with certain colleges.
2: Well, look, I think a lot of that is coincidence. Um, but a lot of it is relationship too. so uh, never my wildest dreams that I think that would have you know as many as Ohio State players as as we do Um, you know but but when you when you go down that when you go down that pipe uh, and it works out for you then you're you're certainly not hesitant in going down that path again and I think that's probably the same with Cleveland with LSU players I mean uh, there's been a lot of lSU players over the years that we've that we've fallen in love with and for whatever reason we just can't get our get can't get our hands on. It was a situation where you know that 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 player went right before us or we had another need at that position where we we may have coveted and you know sometimes it's a lot of coincidence that you end up with a bunch of players from one school but um, I know from our standpoint we feel comfortable with um, and the information that we get, at, in particular Ohio State, as well as many, many other schools, um, including LSU, um, and it just happens to uh, work out that way.
1: This team's success through the years, and still so with undrafted free agents, uh, Justin Evans, Rashid Shaheed, Javon Johnson. I mean, you, is that is that a kind of an organizational? Um, Philosophy where you're not afraid to take a chance and not everybody's going to be in that, that top seven. Shahid's a perfect example. I'm just kind of curious uh, as to maybe your thoughts on why this team has been so uh, successful with undrafted free agents or your scouting staff or just kind of, you know, your thoughts on that.
2: Well, I, like it's a product of uh, hard work, um, uh, really good scouts, uh, a great philosophical approach from our gm that we need to expand our draft with with players that are going to make our team induce our team with young uh talent um and and then a little bit of the scouting product in terms of how we direct our scouts and making sure that we have a clear vision for the player and um and sometimes that clear vision means, hey, that that guy's going to be a really good backup player at some point. We're not, you know, we got to know exactly what we have and what we're drafting, what we're signing, um, and 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 to the credit of uh, Jawan and Rasheed and those guys, guys, their, their 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 makeup is a make it type of football personality that we're looking for. Those those kinds of personalities are. They make it in our league, and and we research it, we we study it. Uh, that kind of um, person and his will to and drive to succeed is what we're looking for. And when we identify that, we go out and aggressively try to sign those type of players.
1: Do you get as much satisfaction from a Rashid Shahid undrafted Weber State? FCS as you do from you know uh Alonzi Taylor and that that kind of thing is, is there or maybe maybe who knows maybe a little more like a little i found this you know diamond in the rough kind of thing
2: well for the area scout that finds you know a rashid Shahid, i can assure you that area scout has probably more pride in finding a player because look just because we got him in free agency doesn't mean that he didn't jump on the table for that guy in the fifth round and maybe we we had someone else or then, and then he jumped on the table again in the sixth round. And, you know, so there, there's a lot of things that go into, um, you know, getting your hands on a Rashid Shaheed. I mean, we took our chances with Rasheed because he hadn't torn ACL through the spring. Um, I, I, I'd say it was a good collaborative effort between our scouts and our coaches. Um, and then when you have that collaborative effort and, and everything comes together, and say, "Yeah, we want that particular player," and then we put him on the board, and he's there after the draft. You do everything in your power to get that player on your team. When that, you know, when all that comes together, um, you, you. And then the Mickey, you know, why I give Mickey uh, kudos is that he allows me to go out and negotiate a contract that uh, that gets him on our team. So. Um, it's, 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 it's kind of, it's, again, it's the organization. It comes from Mickey's leadership. Um, it comes from our scouts, hard work on the road. Uh, and, again, you know, it goes back to the player and him having the, the drive that, that we're looking for on this football team.
1: And Mickey talked about it, and that's the situation that you guys are facing this weekend in Cleveland, weather, snow, good gosh, everything, and just trying to – you know, uh, move a, an organization uh, a day early. I'm just curious because Mickey's talking about it from the from the pro side, from your side. You got scouts out all over the place, and, and yourself. Is there impact uh, because of this whole situation of of the snow in Cleveland and leaving early uh, for, in, in your world?
2: Nah, not really. I can take my work on the road just like I do every single week, and so it uh, it probably gives me a few more hours in a hotel to do a little bit more work uh, instead of. Uh, Driving across the bridge and uh, going home for dinner, and um, my wife's not gonna be real happy when I tell her that we're leaving a day early. But um, um, for me, it, it doesn't really change too much. I can I can take my work on the road, and, and again, I will probably get a few more hours of work uh, in while I'm uh, while I'm on the road. So,
1: is it has the digital world like I'm thinking back to in the day when you couldn't just you know record 20 games or stream or do, you know when you had to try to get tape. On, on on teams and play. I mean'm I'm, I'm old enough to know I mean I, I you know three quarter inch tape and trying to get stuff and I'm thinking now it's just a, it's got to be a different world uh, to be able to get information on players
2: well you see all the kids around today you know they're on their phones constantly and they can bring up information you know faster than you can you can you can blink and uh, that's that's our world today and uh, we can stream football I can put an entire College football season on a computer or an iPad, Um, you know. Michael Parenting can do the same thing on an NFL season. Um, We have it at the, you know, and then we can cut up. We can cut it up into ways. I get give me just, give me just the, the rushes or just the just the pressures. Give me just his catches. Give me just his targets. And so we can manipulate the video digitally to where we can, you know, get exactly what. We want to see, and then there were, these, we're just 10 times more efficient when it comes to, uh, you know, the digital world that we live in today.
1: Well, it's a busy time for, for everyone. The holidays, uh, safe travels for you, uh, best of, of the holiday season to you and your family, and, uh, you know, just continued success. Cleveland, one, one at a time.
2: That's right, one at a time, and same uh, happy holidays to you too, Mike.
1: That's right, snow, wind, and a high-temperature On Saturday, expected in the teens in Cleveland. A big one for the Saints, hoping for a big finish. Thanks for listening to the Saints Hour on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G
0: network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours